Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Powered by Spooler. Welcome to the Bengaluru Commute Podcast, your only companion on the streets of Bengaluru. Here are the top stories of the week that went by. Bengaluru Local News. Senior BJP leader R. Ashoka questioned if the Karnataka Congress government was amassing funds for the upcoming Lok Sabha elections. Referring to Union Home Minister Amit Shah's earlier statement about Congress using Karnataka like an ATM, Ashoka highlighted allegations of commission collection during the May polls. He challenged Deputy Chief Minister D.K. Shivkumar to investigate works from the Congress's 2013 to 2018 tenure. In other headlines, Karnataka's Infrastructure Development Minister M.B. Patil announced the implementation of upgraded drinking water projects for Babaleshwara and Tikota districts. Formerly designed for villages with 55 litres per day per resident, these projects will now be revised to provide 135 litres per day per citizen as town panchayats. Patil discussed this during a meeting at Vidana Sauda, stressing the importance of long-term planning for growth and mentioning plans for enhanced safety. In some more news, Karnataka's cabinet sanctioned the Cybersecurity Policy 2023-24 to tackle the surge in cybercrimes and enhance data privacy awareness. It covers software, online banking, education and training. The Cabinet also granted approval for a Rs 391 crores Aerospace and Defence Excellence Centre at Vishveshwaraya Technological University. Additionally, 187 crores were allocated for a super-speciality hospital, exceeding the initial estimation of 140 crore rupees. Up next, Bangalore University provided Apple MacBook laptops to 171 SCST PhD scholars after a three-year hiatus due to funding constraints. The laptops, costing Rs 1.39 crores in total, are supported by the Scheduled Caste Subplan and Tribal Subplan. Higher Education Minister Dr. M.C. Sudhakar requested 223 crore rupees from CM Siddharamaya for student-related schemes and highlighted plans to fill 2.5 lakh vacant government posts within five years. Now on to other news. Health Minister Dinesh Gundurao inaugurated a psycholegal aid cell at Nimhans to aid clinical psychologists in handling legal cases. The initiative by the Clinical Psychology Society of India aims to support psychologists in certifying disabilities, assessing trial competency and determining fitness for marriage and adoption, among others. The cell will be headed by a lawyer with clinical psychology expertise, bridging the gap between legal and scientific aspects. Moving on, Southwestern Railway announced extra Bengaluru-Kalaburagi trains due to passenger demand. SWR also detailed two train diversions and rescheduling. Special trains 06201 and 06202 between Bengaluru and Kalaburagi aim to accommodate passenger rush. Train 06201 departs SMVT Bengaluru at 10.25pm, reaching Kalaburagi at 9am, with stops including Yalahanka, Raichur and Wadi. Train 06202 leaves Kalaburagi at 10 a.m., reaching SMVT Bengaluru at 9.15 p.m., halting at various stations. Meanwhile, the incubation and consultancy cell of Christ University's Department of English and Cultural Studies partnered with Mandava Science Foundation and Bitehub Consulting and organized an event on India's new-gen cities, powering progress with self-sustainability. Discussions covered New Gen City's philosophy, benefits, governance models, financial impacts and strategies to foster national development and youth employability. On a different note, in the recent Catefair 2023, catering competition held by the Army Institute of Hotel Management and Catering Technology Bengaluru, 
20 top hotel management institutes across India participated. Winners emerged across five categories, Academy of Pastry and Culinary Arts Bengaluru clinched culinary challenges, and Army Institute excelled in frontline fiesta. The other two institutes that won were Hindustan Arts and Science College, Coimbatore and Amrita International Institute of Hotel Management, Chennai. National News Moving on to the national news. Congress reiterated its opposition to excluding the Chief Justice of India from the panel to appoint the Chief Election Commissioner and Election Commissioners. Citing L.K. Advani's 2012 letter to then Prime Minister Manmohan Singh, advocating bipartisan appointments for constitutional bodies, Congress leader Jairam Ramesh shared the suggestion for impartiality. Advani's letter proposed a committee with CJI and opposition leaders to select CEC and ECs. Meanwhile, amid escalating malware and cyber-attack risks, India's Defence Ministry plans to replace Microsoft OS on its internet-connected systems with the Maya Operating System OS, developed by DRDO, CDAC and NIC. Maya OS, based on Ubuntu's open-source platform, offers improved security, reliability and local development to meet defence needs. Its features encompass robust security, reliability validation and reduced dependence on foreign suppliers, enhancing national security. In essence, it represents a noteworthy stride in India's cybersecurity efforts tailored for government requisites and fortified defences. In more news, Telangana's decision to repeal a 27-year-old order barring construction near Osman Sagar and Himayat Sagar reservoirs has sparked real estate growth in Hyderabad's western areas. Unlocking 132,000 acres from restrictions allows the city to expand by an additional 600 square kilometers, potentially making it the country's largest city, according to real estate experts. Shifting our focus, the Enforcement Directorate has requested Chhattisgarh's government to provide five-year contractor spending details for District Mineral Foundation works. Chhattisgarh, a mineral-rich state, gathered Rs 10,513 crores under DMF, spending Rs 7,928 crores. ED's letter last month sought funds breakdown for districts excluding Korba along with its 2022 data. DMF aims to benefit areas impacted by mining. In a general weather update for the country, heavy rainfall has prompted the India Meteorological Department to issue red and orange alerts for Uttarakhand till August 14th. Landslide and waterlogging advisories were issued by the Uttarakhand police due to expected heavy showers and thunderstorms in most districts. It also advised people to take necessary precautions to avoid any mishaps and to be careful while travelling. International news. Turning our attention to international news, Russia's first moon mission in nearly 50 years commenced as a rocket carrying a lunar landing craft launched from Vostokny spaceport. The Luna 25 craft aims to reach the moon's surface by August 23rd. Russia's spacecraft will orbit at around 100 kilometers for three to seven days before attempting a landing on the moon's south pole, competing with India and China. In ongoing news, the World Health Organization has classified the EG.5 coronavirus strain as a variant of interest seen in the US and China. Though fast-spreading and prevalent, it doesn't seem more dangerous than other variants. Detected in multiple countries including Canada, Japan and South Korea, the WHO acknowledged the need for further risk assessment. In a recent development, an unpublished UN report revealed North Korea's ongoing development of nuclear weapons and production of fissile material in 2023. The nation defied UN sanctions aimed at curbing its nuclear and missile efforts. 
Cyber attacks yielded about $1.7 billion in 2022 with continued targeting of cryptocurrency and financial exchanges, according to independent sanctions monitors reporting to the UN Security Council Committee. In some other news, an 80-year-old former British Olympian along with a determined Aberdeen student and her adventurous mother embarked on a historic journey aboard a Virgin Galactic rocket plane from New Mexico. Chosen through a competition, Anastasia Myers and her mother, Keisha Shahaf, joined the launch alongside John Goodwin from Newcastle under Lyme, the second Parkinson's disease patient in space. This venture not only marks an exceptional journey, but also tests the expanding space tourism sector. Business news. Let's now look at some business stories. The Indian economy's projected growth of 6% faces pressures from a global slowdown and delayed monetary policy impact, according to NIPFP researchers Mid-Year Macroeconomic Review. First quarter FY24 witnessed robust industrial growth, particularly in construction and consumer non-durable sectors, indicating broad-based expansion. Sluggish agricultural and services growth, along with the lagged monetary transmission effect and global slowdown, contribute to the anticipated slowdown. In more business news, the RBI will provide guidelines to banks and housing finance companies regarding resetting tenors and EMIs after identifying unreasonable extensions of floating rate tenors. Governor Shaktikanta Das stated that age and payment capacity should be considered before altering loan terms, aiming to avoid hidden stresses. The guidelines won't stipulate the loan term, leaving it to lenders' discretion. Next up, in some tech news, the Caller ID app Truecaller has introduced an AI-powered feature named Truecaller Assistant, which can answer calls on behalf of users. This cloud-based virtual assistant converses in Hindi, English and Hinglish. Rishit Junjunwala, MD of Truecaller India, compared it to an interactive answering machine. The service was initially called Call Hero. Users can access live conversation transcripts while the assistant handles calls. Moving on, Toyota unveiled its budget-friendly multi-purpose vehicle to bolster its presence in India's rapidly expanding MPV segment, where it holds a 30% market share. The Toyota Rumion, built on Maruti Suzuki's Ertiga platform, allows the company to tap into the compact MPV sector, which saw 325,000 sales last year. Toyota operates in India through a joint venture with Kirlosko Group named Toyota Kirlosko Motor. In market news, the Sensex dipped by 321.93 points or 0.49% to 65,366.25, while the Nifty dropped by 106.70 points or 0.55% to 19,436.40. Among the traded shares, 1,383 gained, 1,742 declined and 90 remained unchanged. The Indian rupee lost value due to a stronger US dollar and sluggish domestic markets. Nonetheless, FII inflows and an overnight decrease in crude oil prices provided some support against the decline. Entertainment news. Over to news from the entertainment world. Gadar 2, fueled by nostalgia and the success of its predecessor, is projected to garner rupees 25 to 35 crores over its first weekend. Experts also predict that Sunny Deol and Amisha Patel Stara could surpass rupees 100 crores within the coming week. Amid other releases like Rajnikanth's Jailer and Akshay Kumar's Stara OMG2, this weekend holds huge promise for the Indian box office, a significant post-COVID boost for the industry. In news from Hollywood, due to the ongoing WGA and SAG-AFTRA strikes, the 2023 Emmy Awards, originally set for September 18th, have been rescheduled. The 75th annual event will now take place on January 15, 2024, as jointly announced by the Television Academy and Fox. 
The ceremony will be broadcast live from LA Live's Peacock Theatre. Meanwhile, in some news from regional cinema, Vijay Devrakonda addressed criticisms of being labelled misogynistic at a press event in Hyderabad. In response to dialogue in his upcoming film Kushi, where his character calls himself a feminist, Vijay mentioned, They had called me a misogynist so many times. He asserted that those who know him understand his intentions. The actor gained attention for starring in the controversial film Arjun Reddy. Spooler Sports In sports news, KSCS decision to hold the Maharaja Trophy solely at the Chinnaswamy Stadium in Bengaluru has sparked criticism on social media. Fans from smaller cities like Mysuru, Hubbali and Shivamoga expressed disappointment as they missed the chance to witness Karnataka cricket stars at their local venues. The association plans to consider other venues for matches in the future due to time constraints in this year's event. In more sports updates, Real Madrid goalkeeper Theobot Courtois is set to undergo surgery after tearing his left anterior cruciate ligament during a training session, ruling him out for several months. An MRI scan confirmed the injury just before Real's La Liga season opener. The 31-year-old Belgian international joined the club in 2018 from Chelsea and is a key player for Real Madrid. Wrapping up sports news, Igor Swiatek secured a 6-1-4-6-6-4 victory against Karolina Mukova at the Canadian Open, retaining her number one ranking as the rain-delayed match concluded. Swiatek's recent triumph at the Warsaw Open contributed to her momentum, allowing her to dominate the first set. However, Mukova's resilience led to a three-set match, mirroring their previous encounters. Bengaluru Buzz. Switching gears to local events, there are many events ongoing and upcoming in Bengaluru this week. Get ready for the 7th edition of India March for Science, happening in Bengaluru on August 12. Join this incredible initiative with the Bengaluru event at Sharada Sabhangana, Kaili Society's S. Nijalingapa College in Rajatinagar at 10 a.m., where scientists, educators and enthusiasts unite to celebrate science. Catch the hilarious duo of Manish Jain and Pranoy Chaudhary as they headline their latest stand-up special, IIT or Pharma, performing live at the Ministry of Comedy, Koramangla 5th Block on the 13th of August at 7.30pm. Enjoy an exclusive musical event, the Sounds of Magique Festival and bring along friends to a fun night out happening at the Magique Ejipura on the 13th of August at 5pm. Interested in joining a book club? Here's something for you. Join the exclusive Urban Solace Book Lovers Club and discuss your favorite books and recommendations happening at the Urban Solace Cafe Al-Sur on the 13th of August at 11.30 a.m. You can also catch the genius comic Sandeep Sharma in his latest outing, performing live at the Boho Rooftop Restaurant and Bar, Brookfield Mall, on the 12th of August at 5 p.m. Podcast to listen to over the weekend? Catch the latest episode of the Studio 1886 podcast, Empowering Boschlers, a glimpse into life at BGSW. You can also enjoy another cool episode of The Flight Path with Alok, where host Alok talks to Aidan Reynolds, Chief Technical Officer of Jackson Square Aviation. If entertainment is your thing, then check out the incredible Off Air with J-Man podcast, where he interacts with artists, comics and creators across the globe. Bengaluru weather. And finally the weather in Bengaluru. Expect pleasant days over the weekend with a high of 29 degrees Celsius and a comfortable low of 19 degrees Celsius. The heat index accounting for humidity may reach up to 32 degrees Celsius calculated under shaded and light wind conditions. 
This temperature outlook aligns with August average of 27.5 degrees Celsius. That's all for now on the Bengaluru Commute Podcast for today. I'm Anupama. If you enjoyed this episode, please do follow the Bengaluru Commute Podcast on your favorite podcast and player and leave a rating and a review as well. It helps other listeners to discover the show and we would just really appreciate it. Even better, if you know someone who would enjoy the podcast, share it with them. Make your commute truly extraordinary. The Bengaluru Commute Podcast skill is now available on Alexa. All you have to do is to download the skill from your Alexa app and look for the Bengaluru Commute Podcast. The Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Powered by Spooler.